Own Your Life Tribe, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Real and Unscripted Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Own Your Life LLC, the no BS podcast that brings you hard-hitting results-driven conversations on trending leadership and business topics. to real and unscripted hey guys so i would love to tell you that we're sponsored by but well hell brought to you by <laughs> I, we, we still we're working we're on still it. waiting <laughs> that's the way it goes though so we're gonna talk about a a pretty good subject today i like to think they're all good but this one is um Avoiding the hard conversations. Now, it's not what you think it is. It's not that we really want to avoid conversations, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? But many people do avoid conversations. It's more or less getting to the point where you don't feel like you have to avoid conversations, like the ones that are going to stir up conflict. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's some reasons or some there's some tools and there's some things that we have to go through so that we can be better equipped as not just leaders but as human beings right so that we can effectively communicate and go to the source of issues Mm-hmm. And be able to resolve conflict and have those hard conversations. Yes. But having those hard conversations by calling people up, not out. Exactly. And I think I want to say that we uh, we definitely touched on this one before, the, the calling up and not out with people. Um, or being for people and not against them. Um, if they can really understand that you're you're truly in it for them, it I think sometimes we're just well not even sometimes I would say that most of the time was this ever taught in high school <laughs> like was this ever taught no. within your family like to be able to have hard conversations well they used to call it debate class when you know people would actually disagree on purpose. And I, be able to have conversation about it. I think it depends on what era you oh, grew up on. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, like, I grew up in the era, well, at least my parents. Mm-hmm. There's so much crap that got shoved under the rug. Yep. Just didn't get talked about because it's just not what you do. You know, and and, <laughs> and my father was in an industry where... I mean, that's what he did for a living was help people. So right. it was a really weird dynamic for me growing up. Yeah. And for me, communication was, you know, don't bring anything to the table that could cause an argument. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it just, well, we just didn't. It was either everybody was yelling or nobody was talking. Right. It, and I, I, I totally get it. 
No, there was just n- there was never a can you help me understand better what you know what's going on. There was never any of that kind, open, trying to understand where another person is coming from. Um, it was more of that's the way it is. Don't ask any questions. Do what I tell you. You know, or go to your room kind of conversation. I think that's kind of the same thing for an adult. We just go to our office instead of our room. (laughs) Right? Right? So could you imagine, I'm going to digress for a second here. Could you imagine social media 30 years ago? Having social media 30 years ago. For me, 40 years ago, that would make you what, three? Oh, shut up. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, actually it would. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Make me, yeah. Mm-hmm, no. mm-hmm. Anyways, but could you imagine that? Because look at social media today. Look at how we were brought up. Now you put social media in that. So infiltrate social media into wow. our era of growing up. And what would that look like in the 70s? Well, you think about, we can go Holy even further crap. back than that, is that you know we didn't actually have news. You know, um, we had actual news. You back had, then. well, okay, da da da. All right, uh, and he brings the humor, and we're five minutes right, in. real awesome. and unscripted. Right, I mean, so, okay, that's true. That's true, right? That's really true. Um, you know, back before television was radio, just regular radio. Yep. Um, you didn't even see people necessarily um, until the 30s, 40s. Right. And I mean, we've always had social media, but right. not to the level that we have today. And I, th- I feel like the enormous spread of social media and the amount of keyboard warriors out there and the amount of information overload that happens... I think that there's a lot of people that have lost the ability of critical thinking, which damages effective communication mm-hmm. when you're live, yeah. when, when you're sitting in front of people. Yes. So it's almost like we don't even know how to empower people anymore face to face. It's so much easier to do it through an email. Right, because they're avoiding the hard conversations. So even avoiding hard conversations, we can sit behind our keyboard. Yep. Right, because we don't have a pen and paper anymore. Right. So you sit behind your well, we do, but nobody uses it. (laughs) You know, I do. I mean, I've got journals, and you've got journals, and and I still write my notes down because it's been proven that we retain more. See, here I am, freaking digressing again. We retain more writing yes. than we do typing. Right. So right. when you sit and you look at all these lectures and all these trainings, and everybody's got their freaking laptop open or their phone, yeah. and they're trying, that is nothing more than distraction because how many notifications are going off, right? Yeah. Now, let's get back. So we don't even empower people the way that we should be because there's such a lack. I feel like of effective communication and critical thinking that goes into that because we're so overwhelmed with 
the amount of information that's coming at us through a fire hose. Uh, yeah, and it's... <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? Yep. I mean, because I don't always, you know, I don't always say what I mean. But... I get you. <laughs> I, I know you do. <laughs> I get you. Because you know but my voice. I do, and I was thinking back to, you know, just a couple minutes ago when we were talking about going back 40, 50, 60 years in communication and that empowerment piece. I think that if we were to throw throw somebody from the 30s into the 21st century. They'd die of a heart attack. They, they would probably actually crawl into a hole. I think they would internally combust. But the other piece is that, you know, through time, we don't realize it because it's a slow burn, right? That mm -hmm. we are learning patterns. We are learning how to be. This whole thing is a setup. You know, we, yep. we learn and we're conditioned to do a certain thing at a certain time in a certain place. Have you ever walked around large, big box department stores? I'm not going to say any by name. But just pause, take your earbuds out when you're going through the grocery store and listen to the conversations that people are having with their children. Mm -hmm. That's called conditioning and setting up patterns for communication because we've all heard it. Um, I'm not going to say I wasn't guilty of it when my son was very young of, you know, him throwing a fit, me being embarrassed and for me feeling shame and embarrassment, I want to tell my son that if you don't sit down, we're leaving and not understanding that he doesn't have the ability to cope or communicate. And so to make it worse now that we're sitting in front of a computer and that we don't know how to talk. Now, instead of having a conversation with our children, we're shoving a game in front of their face to keep them quiet. Mm -hmm. So then we wonder why they throw fits and can't communicate when they're teenagers, okay? is because we've never taught them how to cope with their feelings or how to express through words and communication what they need from us. So now, let's throw leadership in there. Mm -hmm. So now you've got a leader Yep. who needs to have a conversation, a hard conversation, and that leader is either that leader is either um, the kid mm -hmm. or he's got to talk to that kid right or that person that grew up like that. Exactly. I mean think about so how do you go into a conversation like that as a leader? And, and and set the expectation of that because it's so important going into those hard conversations that we set the proper expectation mm -hmm. so that we can get the right result mm -hmm. so that we don't digress like I do on these podcasts all the time. <laughs> right? Well. But I mean, and, and, and I'm not one that's, I'm not one that believes full-fledged in expectation because I feel like expectations always lead to disappointment. Mm -hmm. But in coming into a hard conversation, there's got to be certain expectations, goals, plans mm -hmm. that have to be met so that it stays on task. Right. So when you're lifting people up, and empowering those people mm -hmm. and you're recognizing patterns 
that those expectations align so that an effective communication can happen. I agree. I agree. Um, I think too, if we, if you are, if you are listening and you're a leader in your company or business or whatever that may be, um, whether it's in the sports um, arena, if it is in the military, if you're running a million dollar organization or corporation or you just have a small team that you're dealing with and you're running into these conflicts you're running into all of the things leading up to this the that empowerment piece the patterns that we have the setting the expectations and you're running into conflict step back for a moment before you get upset with somebody because they're not complying to what you want and understand where the root of some of that conflict might be coming from you know, a lot of us, including me, I was bullied terribly as a young woman. Um, so if somebody comes at me harshly in the past, mm-hmm. I would come back even harder, even though that's not who I really want to be. I'm a connecting kind of person. I want to feel close to you. I want to have a deep, meaningful relationship and, and friendship and For me, those relationships never go away. That's a part of my voice, my trait. So it went against everything that I loved. So, of course, if somebody is going to come at me and create conflict like that, I'm going to come back at them even harder. So give some grace to people that are hurting. You know, hurt people hurt people kind of the saying. And that might not be hurt that happened yesterday or a couple weeks ago. That might be deep-seated scars that they don't even know that that's why they're reacting that way. Yeah, and that's why it's so important to always get to the root of conflict. Yes, yep. I mean, if you're going to approach and have a hard conversation and you don't get to that root of the conflict, then how the hell are you going to have that conversation? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and another really important thing in that is to actually eliminate the inhibition. Inhibition, by definition, is an inner impediment to free activity, expression, or functioning. A mental process imposing restraint upon behavior and another mental process or desires. Damn. So, the only way to really eliminate that inhibition is what we talked about at the top of this podcast. Call up, not out. Right, exactly. Empower. Mm -hmm. Recognize patterns. Setting the expectations of the conversation. Getting to the root of the conflict. See, all of those things wrap into avoiding the hard conversation. Now it's an easier conversation because you're equipped with the tools mm-hmm. and you're equipped with an effective way to have that conversation that otherwise you would have maybe sat down and done an ineffective email. Exactly. Yes. Right? Yep. Because, you know. Well, we're in a hurry, right? People are in a hurry, and they're like, I don't have time for comp. I don't have time to actually talk to them, so I'm just going to send them an email. Well, you know, we like to pepper our own voice 
like literally the own narrative in our heads of what they're saying when 90% have you ever read an email and been like oh that was so awesome and then you see them and they're like that's not what I meant at all or they meant it to be awesome and you read just the shittiest attitude into the email and made it whatever you wanted it to be and everybody's you know that person's like that's not at all what I meant I meant I was giving you a compliment so you cannot read an email in your own voice like no. in your own narrative because if you're having a bad day it doesn't matter how good the email is like it's probably going to come across the wrong way well and we've so often talked about the brain and how it has the power of imagination and the power of vision so imagine reading an email and putting your own because that's what you're talking about you're putting yes. your own interpretation on that email yes and the person on the other end is that's not even what they meant to say. Yep. Yep. So the brain is so crazy. And if you think about it, so if you're a leader in the family, whatever, how can you possibly effectively have a conversation or effectively handle a conflict mm -hmm. via email? When you don't even know how that other person, because you may think yeah. that you know your people, but I challenge that you don't. Yep. Yep. Even when you think you do, because if you don't know how to communicate with your own family, who you're with all the time, I would bet my next check that you have no idea what the people that you work around are going through or how they need to be communicated to. And that is the most important part and what um, and what we talked to a lot recently. So the communication piece. Yeah, and you know, we just we live in a world where I just think that the the ones that are seeking out the no, seeking out the information, seeking out the mm -hmm. self-discovery, going on their own personal journey to become better and better and better because they want to practice empathy. They want to practice being kind. They want to stand on their own two feet mm -hmm. against what the world is looking at and considering the norm, whatever the hell that is. Right. I just think that, you know, it's almost a sense of responsibility to step up and and share and practice in our own lives effective communication and having those hard conversations. I can remember growing up and I can look at my life. So when it comes to conflict, the way I grew up and the way I observed it being handled and how it was handled with me, mm -hmm. which was generally just ravaging anger. Right. Um and then how I handled conflict mm -hmm. for so much of my life growing up yep. into adulthood. Absolutely. Yep. Right? And that's that pattern that you were talking about. That's mm -hmm. that because those belief systems, mm -hmm. BS, otherwise known as yep. BS, yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it becomes in our wiring so if we're not willing to rewire then you're stuck yeah, yeah. you know the circuitry is going to keep 
firing the way it always has. It's not going to evolve. Mm-hmm. It's going to be stagnant. And and the might then the wrong message might be getting sent. And you, you know, yeah. it may be that that red wire needs to go in the red slot because currently it's in the yellow. So you yeah. just got to rewire that shit. Yeah, and I think a lot of people come in um, or they're thinking at this point because I was guilty of it in the past of, oh, I've heard this before. Or I've, you know, I've already, I already learned that, you know. And then you hear, you know, I don't want to take in more information. My brain is full. You know, the stupid bullshit things we say. My brain is full. That is, like, it's it's a lie. It's It's an absolute lie that you've taken on. To, you know to basically limit your own growth so congratulations and we're hoping that you know like Fritz always says you know you you're gonna find out the truth but first it's gonna piss you off is that you have the power to be a better communicator that you have a power to to be a better leader and you can always be a better leader it doesn't matter where you're at in your industry or with your family or if you and if you think that everything is perfect and people are hearing you like you're like you're speaking you're wrong even yourself Yes. Leading so, yourself. Know yourself to lead yourself. Exactly. Becoming part of our language, isn't it? That's right. So, you know, we don't we we definitely do not come on these podcasts and want to be looked at as lecturers. That's that's definitely not our intention is to come on here and Mm-mm. spew this no information and try and be the expert on all of this stuff because Lord knows that we have to research some of the, well, we research so much that this is just some of the stuff we come across and some of the tools that we use in our coaching practice and consulting practice. Hell, we've used it for ourselves. And we use it for ourselves <laughs> and we use it in our marriages. Absolutely. And, you know, but, you know, the only, the, this is one of those ways and a form of communication that Kim and I really enjoy because we can just come on here and it's almost like her and I are just having a conversation about the stuff that we learn and bouncing it off each other. Um, which is why, you know, which is why we named it what we did because we just really truly don't want to be scripted at all. Do we work out of a notebook? Yeah, sometimes we do, but it's bullet points to keep us on track. Mm-hmm. But we don't write out a script at all. No, like that's it's the it's of it. it's just a couple of words to keep us on track. You know, because we just we want to be as real as possible. We want to be as, as authentic as possible. And if you've been following us for any time and listening to these, we we do get vulnerable sometimes. Oh yeah. And, you know, and open up the door and talk about our own personal lives and, and how we're affected with some of the stuff that we talk about, you know. And, you know, one of our big audacious goals is to interview mm-hmm. a lot of vets. A lot of vets. There's 65,000 veteran-owned businesses in the state of Wisconsin. Um, so we've got a lot of uh, work that we get to do and meet some of these amazing people that are out making a difference, good, bad, or otherwise. All of us have something to learn from one another. And um, you know, being obviously a veteran-owned business and going through some of that hard growth um, where you tear down and rebuild and keep going and you bring on the tools. And that's why, we're, that's why we do these podcasts is not 
oh, I've got this information and it's awesome. It's like we have used it and it's incredible and we want you to be able to take it with you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we live and breathe this stuff. Yeah. So, and and guess what? We live and breathe um, things we have to overcome. I mean, Kim being on orders and gone pretty much Monday through Friday and home on the weekends, which means that we pretty much work on the weekends, work every night after she's done. And, I mean, w- we feel those struggles too. Yeah. You know, we're, we're right alongside people that are going yeah I get it man I I'm that guy too or I'm that girl too and or my family's struggling with that or I struggle yeah man we <laughs> we get it we totally you get know, it we've we've done it I'm I'm 52 about to be 53 my kids are raised they're out of the house you know I'm starting that next phase of life mm-hmm. and I wish I had some of these tools mm-hmm. back in the day because you know I did the Here's for all the people out there that think that you're failing and that think that you're not raising properly your children or you may have screwed up something in your leadership role or what have you. You can only teach and be at the level you're at. Mm -hmm. The beauty of that is you have the opportunity to grow and learn. All the time. Because we don't know what we don't know. Right. So when I was raising my kids, I raised them to the best of the ability that I had currently at the time. So for me to sit and look back and go, man, I could have done this or I could have done that. I should have done this. I should have done that. As Kim always liked to say, should have all over myself. Yep. <laughs> um, what's, what's the point, people? Don't do that to yourself. Listen, you you are good enough mm-hmm. and, and you have everything inside of you to be the rock star that you may think you want to be. Yeah, you do. You just have to be unlocked. Yeah. You have to find those people that hold certain keys yep. on that key ring to unlock those doors because they're already within you. It's a discovery process. Welcome to the adventure. Because <laughs> it is. It is. It's an up and down, climb the rock, fall off the rock, get back up, climb back up the rock. <laughs> and every time you get smarter at, at, you know, which direction you're going to take and which tool you're going to use and how you're going to approach a conversation, how you're going to empower somebody else, how to break your own patterns. You know, this isn't about necessarily coming in and changing other people this is how you get to know yourself better yeah the byproduct is just the people around you see it and and they start getting better too yep that's the cool thing it's how we're going to change this world one conversation at a time one co- oh, i like that <laughs> one conversation at a time that might be a tag or something All right huh? i don't know maybe so we're gonna cut this one off here. Yep, this is it. Sometimes we go long, sometimes we go short. There was enough packed in this one. There was a lot packed in this mm-hmm. one. But listen, we love you guys. We love our listeners. Um, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, please, please go ahead and do that. We would be so honored. And that way, every time we come out with a new podcast, which is generally on Thursdays at five ish, 
Um, <laughs> I like that. See, if Just I put case. ish, then I, then I can I have that whole entire That's hour right. of five. It gives you a little bit of grace. Right. That's almost like if 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 weathermen would just say I think after every forecast, they'd always be they'd right. They'd always be right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a perfect but way. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. And Kim, you got anything else? No, I just have so much gratitude for you guys. So keep on keeping on. Come back and listen for more. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Own Your Life Tribe, thank you for tuning in this week for another episode of the Real and Unscripted Podcast, brought to you by Own Your Life, LLC. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please make sure to visit our website, ownyourlifellc.com, where you can subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and never miss an episode.